When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Lisa Stone, and you're listening to Parenting Aces. Welcome to Season 10 of the Parenting Aces podcast, part of the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and today we've got an old friend rejoining us for the pod, Trent Bride, who is now a senior at University of Georgia playing on their men's team. I just looked back through ParentingAces.com and realized it's been four years since the last time Trent was on the podcast discussing his venture, TennisMentors.net, and I'm so excited to have him back to share with us what's been happening over the past four years and what's happening now and moving forward with this innovative setup that he started with a fellow tennis player from the Atlanta area. Both boys grew up in Atlanta, and I shouldn't even call them boys anymore. They are now men, and I'm just thrilled to get a chance to chat with Trent again and learn what's happening with tennis mentors and hear a little bit about his experience playing at University of Georgia. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But before I bring Trent on, just a quick reminder, if you haven't already, we would love to have you join us as a premium member of Parenting Aces. Just go to parentingaces.com, click on the join button, and you'll get all the info you need to know to become a free, a monthly, or an annual member of our site. Also, if you are a tennis parent or a junior tennis coach and are interested in becoming a Parenting Aces ambassador, we'd love to have you part of that crew as well. All that info is on our homepage, again, at ParentingAces.com. And while you're there, don't forget to click the shop button and pick up some of our cool merch. All right. All that said, I am going to bring Trent on. Um, Pardon me with the technology. We are... um, doing a video recording. There he is. Oh, yay. I made it work. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. It's so good to see you. Good to see you as well. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So fill me in on the last four years. The last time we chatted, Tennis Mentors was just getting off the ground. You were working with some of your fellow players who you would come up through the juniors alongside, and you're still doing that. So tell us what's up. Yeah, Tennis Mentors has been through quite a journey. And uh, yeah, so when I was 16, we started it. And when when we chatted, I uh, was working with a couple friends, Patrick Kipson, Sam Riffis, uh, Johnny Ross. They're now uh, three of them went to school um, and one of them turned pro. The other two are still in school. And um, so what, what we were doing was just mentoring juniors, just 
because uh, we felt like that we had uh, seen everything in the junior tennis and that we reached kind of the pinnacle of junior tennis, um, being able to play the Grand Slams and stuff like that. Um, and then when we got to school, it got a really tough because compliance didn't allow a lot of the things that we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of had to shut it down, put it away on pause for a little bit. Um, and then I had a little bit more of an innovative idea and hired one of my buddies, uh, named Joe Gandolfo, who played at, uh, Georgia tech played tennis there. Um, and we came together and we spent about a year developing this online course, um, which consists of basically it's the same concept. Um, I'm not trying to teach forehands or backhands. It's basically, we feel like that throughout the junior tennis circuit, there's a lot of, there's a lot of roadblocks and, mm-hmm. um, a lot of parents don't really know how, uh, which way to go. You know, if, if I wanted to play golf tomorrow, I would have no clue what to do, right. You know, yeah. what, what clubs to get, what, academies to go to, um, how to learn, you know, stuff like that. So that's where we kind of fill the gap there in the online course. And we give all the information, whether it comes down to, you know, how to schedule tournaments, um, understanding, uh, rackets and string, um, how to find a coach, um, how to find an academy, um, and and just a plethora of information that just covers everything that you need to know. It's 35 videos, um, it's super informational and, uh, that's what we've released right now. And so far it's going really great and we've gotten some great feedback on it. So I've done a couple podcasts now on name image likeness and the Supreme court ruling that came down in June. How did that impact your ability to move forward with tennis mentors? Dramatically. So we, so I had this idea of the online course about a year ago, mm-hmm. about a year and a half ago. And, um, we decided to, to go on and and develop the course through quarantine. That was kind of a time there where we could just kind of go in the office and, and just knock out a bunch of videos Mm -hmm. after we developed all the scripts and everything. So we did that and, you know, I wanted to kind of slowly release it, um, last spring, but when I heard about the name, image and likeness, I didn't want to. I didn't want to release it in a more under the radar way. When mm-hmm. I heard about that, I was like, I'm just going to hold off on it. We'll refine some videos, make sure everything is up to date. And then as it's been live, we just did a couple, couple change, a couple little details and we just released it. And uh, yeah, so it, it made a dramatic impact. And I feel like I have a lot more freedom to now do uh, whatever I want to do. Right. And it. just so great just for our listeners and viewers that aren't familiar with name image likeness, if you've missed the the previous podcasts or all the information that's been out online about this, it was a big deal because the Supreme court ruled that the NCAA could not block student athletes from using their own name image and likeness and making money off of that. So whether it's having a business or whether it's endorsements or sponsors, um, now student athletes can actually earn money. There, there are different rules in different states, and there's still a lot of fuzzy stuff around it. But this now opens the door for you, Trent, and Joseph to 
pursue a business opportunity that is connected to tennis. And so maybe in the past, the compliance officers at TAC and UGA would have said, you know, we got to be careful there. We're risking, you know, getting sanctioned. Now the Supreme Court has said, go for it. Do this. Yeah. Yeah. Name, image and likeness has been huge for, you know, all athletes. Right. Um, Especially for myself, who loves to start a new venture, especially um, in tennis, because I have so much passion for tennis and and helping the next generation. But this helps everyone. I mean, you know, football players are becoming millionaires overnight. Um, Basketball players and all these big time athletes in these schools are are, you know, making big time money now because of this. So, um, you know, it's, it's a great, it's a great opportunity for, for all the student athletes to kind of leverage what they're doing. And, uh, I'm excited to, to leverage what I'm doing as well. So it's, it's big, it's big for everyone. And and I know everyone's really excited. You've had an entrepreneurial mindset since I've known you. I mean, and I've known you for, since you were pretty young, um, this isn't your first business venture, but it's it's your current business venture. And I think it's really awesome that you and Joseph have come together and found a way to help the players coming up behind you. Just to clarify what Tennis Mentors is and who it's for, um, you do have these, these videos and what's the structure of the business? Like if I want to become a client of yours, how does that work? Yep. So so basically it's just a flat fee. There's no monthly subscription to the course. It's $39.95 for the course and you get all the videos. Okay. So now, now on top of that, um, we're developing it right now. We're not done with it. It's going to be probably live in about a week or two. Um, we're starting this tennis mentors agency. And so what the tennis mentors agency will consist of, it's going to be two levels. One level is going to be kind of an intermediate level. And the next one's going to be a more advanced level. And with those two levels, they'll be subscription-based. And this is where we get more involved personally. So the course is giving a bunch of general information, just kind of understanding the structure and everything and how it works. But if you still want us to be kind of more involved in your day-to-day, um, you know, helping, you know, set goals for, uh, for the player, um, help set up tournament schedules. If you need help finding a racket uh, or string, we bring the knowledge, we bring uh, you know, ideas, mm-hmm. um, you know, unique fitness plans. We we're, we're partnering, partnering with TB fitness. Um, and that's Ted Borgardine who was in the Atlanta area who works with a lot of professional tennis players and has worked with me throughout my whole career. He's helping us build uh, unique plans for, for players. And the list just goes on and on. Basically what our goal is with the agency is to fill all the gaps. So we want the parents to be able to just worry about the finances, the kid just to worry about playing tennis, um, and the coaches just to worry about coaching. Because the coaches, they, at the end of the day, they, they're they wanting to teach the forehands and backhands and the serves. They don't want to have to worry about the little details. And that's where we come in and we take a weight, weight off all the shoulders of everyone and we fill all the gaps so that no one has to feel that extra stress. We can just handle that for you. Um, and so that's what our goal is with the, with the agency. And we're really excited what, um, what that has to offer for everyone. So let me just clarify. So the videos are geared toward the players or toward the parents? Both. Okay. So both sides are going to, are going to get, uh, get some great info out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we want the players to be just as knowledgeable as the parents. Um, you know, the parents are the ones that's going to be, 
um, having the authority because they're going to be paying for everything. Um, so we want them to understand what's going on just as much as the player. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one thing that, you know, helped me personally um, when I was growing up. So I had my sister who played. And for my parents, it was a little bit of trial and error, even though my dad uh, had a background in tennis. Um, but it, it was still difficult because there's just not there's not a direct pathway to to understand right. um, junior tennis. You know, you just if you know you play this the state level four when you should have been playing the southern three. You know, you don't know those things, right? And so this is kind of where they they were able to educate me through the maybe the, some of the mistakes they made with my sister. And, you know, I was able to, to, um, you know, do everything pretty much correctly, except, I, you know, I went into the ITF tour and my sister didn't really do ITFs. And mm-hmm. so that was obviously a, a learning curve as well for all of us. And um, so, so basically we're covering everything from, from USDA tournaments to the ITF tournaments, just, just everything. We don't want anyone to feel lost at all. And, and that's where we are to step in and to provide that insight for everyone. And I mean, it's a challenge as the parenting aces audience well knows, because the way the tournament structure is set up is continually changing. We had, you know, a huge change in 2021 with USTA. They completely changed their digital platform. They changed their ranking system. They changed their tournament structure. Everything is brand new. And it's still not like the details still aren't all fixed and working properly Couple that with the fact that we've got Universal Tennis, I almost said UTR. They are rebranded. They are now Universal Tennis. We've now got Universal Tennis um, with a huge presence in not only the junior tennis uh, tournament space, but also collegiate tournaments and really setting up structures and pathways to national championships at all levels of the game. And then, as you mentioned, you've got the ITF and understanding what it means to play an international schedule and travel and balance that with school and other obligations and with family and, you know, who's traveling with the kid. You can't send a 13 or 14 year old across the world by him or herself. You need a, some adult there with them. So there are all these things that come up in the pathway that is different for every single kid. And you're a prime example or your family's a prime example, Trent, because as you said, your sister had one pathway to college tennis and had a very successful career in college. And then you went on a slightly different pathway, incorporating the ITF thing and, and also having a very successful college career. So it's, it's so challenging. And I think it's really cool to see two players stepping in to kind of fill some gaps for families out there trying just to figure all this out and not spend money willy nilly on stuff that really isn't helpful. Exactly. And, and, and that's the thing is we feel like, um, I mean, we're making it very reasonable. We want people to, we don't want this to be just a super expensive course, make a quick buck. That's not, that's not the idea. Tennis mentors is we really want to make an impact. And we feel that, I mean, there, you can, there's countless parents out there that are spending so much money on maybe yeah. the academies, one hour lessons, a, a coach charging, you know, 300 bucks an hour for, for a lesson, which is just astronomical. And, you know, some, some kids are just getting, getting robbed. And um, that's where we just want them to understand that we're here to educate you exactly on how it's supposed to be. And, um, you know, with that, I think, you know, 
for the parents that might be spending too much money, they're going to save a lot more money um, mm-hmm. just by consulting with us. And, um, and like you said, I mean, UTR, Universal Tennis, they're growing dramatically. And, um, you know, we, we have information uh, about Universal Tennis as well. I mean, um, the list goes on and on. Tennis recruiting, um, th- there's just so many different things that you just can't learn except throughout experience. Right. And that's through just about 10 years of experience. And, you know, that's where we want to just put it all in one course. The information is just together in one video course. You go through the course, you have all the information that you need. Um, so we're really excited about this. And, and I think it's going to make a big difference for for uh, parents and players. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So the agency side, I want to talk a little bit more about that because that's, um, that's an, it kind of pulls in what y'all were doing before, but it sounds like you're expanding on that um, and really providing much more of a one-on-one interaction with the family. Is that, am I getting yep. yep. that yeah, right? Exactly, exactly, okay. exactly. And, and what we want to do is we, we want to work with academies. Um, we want to work with, um, you know, you know, a couple big ones around the nation where they can kind of partner with us. We give them a, you know, a good discount and, and, you know, their, their goal is to just coach and right. they can redirect all the, um, it was funny cause I was talking to a coach the other day. I won't say his name, but he was saying, um, you know, it's the 10 minutes after a lesson when they need to go to another lesson, the, the parent wants to talk to him for, you know, another yeah. 10 minutes. And it's not even, it's not even, you know, related to the kids' development. It's related to, um, you know, should he play this tournament two two weeks from now? And, you know, should he um, play that tournament instead? Well, how do we get colleges to look at him? And those are all very, very reasonable questions. Like, they're very important. Mm-hmm. And that's where we want to come in and we handle that for them. So the coaches can then just say, hey, go talk to Trent Bride at Tennis Mentors. We'll redirect you to Tennis Mentors. They're professionals at this. They know everything about this. And that's where the agency kind of steps in and we take care of things like that. Um, and then, you know, to mention, you know, college recruiting, you know, me and Joseph both have massive connections around the country with a ton of different college coaches. And so we're going to help kids along the college recruiting process because we both went through it and we'll help them get in touch with colleges, um, you know, and, and get in touch with, with, the, with the coaches that um, they might see fit uh, for, their, for their college career. So again, it's going to be a full service thing where we fill mm-hmm. all the gaps and uh, we're, we're super excited. We, we think it's going to make a big impact um, for, for not just players, but for everyone, like I said, the parents, the players and the coaches. So it's, it's going to sure. benefit everyone involved. I love that. And I mean, those who have been listening to Parenting Aces for a while know that I'm a huge proponent of the player, him or herself, driving the process when it comes to the college recruiting years and, you know, really being involved and holding the reins for that with parameters set by the parent and maybe parameters set by the junior coach who really understands the player's level and what their potential is and all of that. Um, Will y'all encourage the players as you're working with them through the agent side to do the work themselves because I I think there's so many opportunities for growth and for learning for junior players to actually be the ones reaching out to the coaches, having the communication, planning visits, understanding what's involved in playing at the collegiate level, um, reaching out to 
past and current players and, you know, hearing their stories and, and, and really, you know, developing a game plan around their recruiting and then knowing how to execute that game plan and making that final decision on where to go. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. And I think it's a better look as well for the players on the coaches. The, if, if, you know, we're reaching out for them and, or, or, you know, we're kind of doing all the dirty work for them, then mm-hmm. it's just not a good look. And so what our goal with the college recruiting is to give them the build the plan for them of what they need to do. Cause again, it's, it's a confusing process. Sure. And for, you know, each sport in, in college, it's, it's different. And yes. for tennis, you know, we're very under understanding of, of how the tennis college recruiting process works. So we just don't want them to go in lost. Right. We want them to understand what what's ahead of them. And then we're going to build a plan for them to execute on where, whether, you know, they need to talk to this coach, um, you know, give this type of information to this coach, not this, you know, a lot of coaches get fed information. That's um, stuff that they just don't, you know, they get a hundred different emails a day of yeah. maybe a, a, a five second clip of you hitting forwards and backhands. They don't really care about that. Right. So there's a lot of other things that, you know, we're going to put together for them um, so that they can execute on, on those plans and, and that'll make them the players uh, look the best. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's also a couple, there's so many different agencies also that are, you know, doing a similar thing, but they're charging like thousands of dollars to, <laughs> Hey, we guarantee you're going to, your kid's going to play at this school or that school. And we're going to fully got, and they don't even, you know, th- th- we're our, again, our goal is we want it to be reasonable, accessible. We want it to be commoditized for everyone. And we're just trying to help because we have the resources it's not, it's not even that difficult of work for us because we just have the experience. We have the knowledge mm-hmm. um, that can guide them in the right direction. So the, the college recruiting side of the agency is going to be massive for us. Yeah. Yeah. Talk a little bit about Trent, your experience being a college athlete, because again, the last time I talked to you, you were still in high school. Now you're a senior at Georgia. How's it been? It's been wild. It's been amazing. Um, you know, there was a time in my career when I um, reached eight in the world in the juniors and I was, you know, undecided. Do I go, do I go to school? Do I turn pro? Um, you know, everyone around me, basically everyone top 20 was turning pro and playing, um, you know, futures challengers right, right out of the gates. Yeah. And um, they didn't even consider college. And, you know, for me, I I prolonged the decision as as long as I could. I was playing futures. I was making quarters, semis, but never was, you know, making it, you know, semis, finals, the challengers or winning futures left and right. Um, And and when you're not doing that, I don't feel like um, I don't feel like I'm ready. Tennis isn't going to go anywhere. Right. And and there's so much to gain being a college athlete, um, especially at a school like the University of Georgia with such a historic program. I mean, I have everything at my fingertips, whether it comes to, um, you know, uh, a world-class gym, world-class tennis facility, indoor courts, um, uh, physical trainers, uh, physical therapists, sports psychologists. I mean, the, it, the list goes on and on. And, um, you know, all this, all this for free, which is just absolutely phenomenal. And I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to, you know, realize that I, you know, wasn't ready for the tour yet. And again, that's still going to be my end goal. 
Um, when I'm done with school, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to play tennis because I just, I love the sport so much. I even build a business around it, you know? So, um, this is, this is what I love to do. And, and college tennis has been amazing. And there's no, there's no greater feeling than, you know, winning alongside your brothers and your teammates. Uh, it makes winning feel a lot different in a great way. So, um, UJ tennis has, has brought me so much and, and I'm, and I'm so grateful, um, for what they've given me. And, and I'm glad that I was able to make the decision to come here. And can you talk about the decision to stay for the whole four years? Because there are a lot of players in your situation coming into college that say, oh, well, I'm going to commit to a year or two years, and then I'm going to go out on tour and try my hand, you know, at the professional level. But was that ever part of the decision-making for you? Or once you started at Georgia, you knew you were staying the whole four years? No. So, I mean, I was, I even prolonged it. I mean, I, I took the first fall off and just played futures and then played in January. And, you know, if I had an amazing year, you know, one NCAAs, you know, did just absolutely outstanding, then, you know, then it'd be a consideration to, mm-hmm. you know, leave school and, and turn pro. But um, that's not how it was for me. And, and again, it goes back to what I was saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm still not, you know, winning challengers, winning futures left and right. So, again, it just doesn't, it doesn't really make sense until, um, you know, that, that I'm doing those things and, and achieving those things and, and challengers and futures, you know, for, for guys like the Francis TFOs, Tommy Paul's rally Opelkas of the world, those guys are, were winning challengers, right. At, at right. a young age. And, and for them, it, it's a no brainer, you know, that you guys are already, you know, top 300, 200 at, um, you know, 17, 18 years old, which is amazing. So, um, you know, the, if the decision is not easy, in my opinion, then I think it's better to go the safe route, which also is great for my development. There's no harm in it at all. The, the, the sport's not going anywhere. If anything, you know, the, the average for, for top hundred tennis players is, is reaching closer to 30 years old. So right. I think it's, it's, it, ju- it just makes sense, you know, and, and you don't want to, you know, take the risk of, you know, being in your early twenties and, you know, playing futures for four or five years, it's not, it's not the greatest uh, lifestyle to say the least. So um, talk you know, about I, that I a little I'm, more elaborate on, on what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So the futures is um, they there's a big difference, obviously from playing the truest Atlanta open versus going to maybe um, Decatur, Illinois for, for a 15 K future. There's a, you know, you don't stay in the nicest hotels. The prize money's horrible. And the level is high. The guys are good. Everybody's um, good, right? I mean, everybody's, everybody's good. good. Yes. It's it's insane. And then the point structure is, in my opinion, very, um, very, very tough. I mean, you can win, you know, a couple futures in a row and it's not impacting your ranking as much as it should. Mm-hmm. And that even goes from, from the challenger level to the ATP level. Um, you know, once the hardest part in tennis is reaching top hundred. And when you reach top hundred, that's when it gets a little bit easier to maintain. It's easier to maintain top hundred than to break through into top hundred because of the point structure. It's, it's, you know, if, as long as you can play all the ATP events and you can have, you know, two or three good results within a year, then you're, then you're going to stay in the top hundred. And for the guys that are on the challenger challenger tour, which again, the level extremely, extremely high, 
you have to be winning challengers, you know, pretty consistently, if not making semis and finals every other week um, in order to get that breakthrough to maybe get into an ATP event, make a decent run, and then maybe get in the top hundred. Um, so it's, it's, it's just a tough system. The way, the way it's set up right now, I feel like um, it's just the, the points are just, just so far off and, and they need to, they need a better that as well as well as the prize money. It's, 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 again, like I said, it's, it's not a good lifestyle because mm-hmm. you're losing money every week in the futures. That's just how it is. You're spending a lot of money. You're not making any money. Um, Even if you so win yeah, the and, tournament. Yeah. I, I mean, you're, yeah. you might get, you know, gosh, maybe a little over a grand for 15 K maybe two grand. And maybe it covers your expenses just for that week, you know, but you gotta, you gotta, if you're traveling with the coach, you gotta pay for the coach. You gotta pay for, you know, flights for both of you. You have to pay for the food. I mean, that's the, you know, stringing. I mean, the, the expenses are endless. And so if if you don't win the tournament, you're, you're definitely in the hole for the week. Sure. Um, And if you do win the tournament, then, you know, maybe you break even. So again, it's just, it's not a great lifestyle and it's some, it's a, it's a place you want to get out as quick as possible. And by that, I mean, you know, getting into the challengers and then it gets a little bit better. And then once you get into ATPs again, then, then it's, then it's great. You know, then when you're, when you're top hundred, you know, you're making good money and you're living a good lifestyle, going to great destinations. So that's the ultimate goal for everyone. And um, yeah, it's just a tough road to get there. Right. You mentioned the Truist Atlanta Open, which is an ATP 250 event that's been going on in Atlanta for, gosh, maybe a dozen years now, at least. Um, and you've gotten the opportunity to play a couple different ways. You've gotten wild cards, but you've also earned your way in through qualifying events. Can you talk about why having those opportunities are so important to someone who has the goal of playing professional tennis? Because there's a lot of chatter, you know, in the tennis Twitter world and other places about, you know, well, so-and-so just keeps getting wild cards and, you know, that's just not fair and blah, blah, blah. But the reality is these wild cards are super important and, having the opportunity to play qualies and get into a main draw by earning your way through qualies is also super important. Um, I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's, it's a great point. And, you know, I think wild cards are definitely huge. And what Eddie Gonzalez does every single year is, is amazing. I mean, it's, it's he's the it's tournament director for the Truist yeah. Atlanta open for those yeah. of you not familiar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, what he did for me this year by giving me this wild card gave me belief that, you know, I don't even know that he'll ever understand that. I mean, it, it made such a big impact on me knowing that, you know, I, I went six, four in the third, you know, was, was so close to the finish line of playing, you know, one of the hottest guys on tour right now, you know, the week before that he, he uh, made finals of uh, 250. And um, so it was, it was very rewarding for me to have the match that I did there. Um, and, and gave me a, a lot of confidence knowing that I can play at that level. Um, it's not that far off. And like we said, or like I said before, you know, the, there's so many talented players in the futures and challenger circuit, but yeah, the hardest part is just going week in week out, you know, making good results, but there's so many good levels. So if you can just kind of give someone maybe that opportunity with a wild card into an ATP event, they can make a good run, make a name for themselves. Then that, you know, propels them into the right direction that 
um, that they need, you know, to, to get, to get where they need to go. Cause there's so many guys that, um, you know, are already there that are maybe getting the wild cards when they may need it a lot less than, than some others where it's, you know, they have just as much talent. They just, um, haven't gotten, you know, as much luck or, um, you know, just, you know, been, been on the circuit, the challenger circuit for so long. So Mm -hmm. again, the wild cards are huge and, and what Eddie Gonzalez does as the tournament director for, for the Atlanta open, um, is, is truly amazing. And and it's big for college tennis too, because a lot of people don't understand the level of college tennis. It's very, very high. And, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, a lot of these guys are, are able to win futures and, and make it deep in challengers. Um, and, uh, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a great way to, to show the, where, where college tennis is at. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that I was able to play and, and, uh, put on a good performance. And, uh, it definitely gave me a lot of confidence that, you know, I, I, I can do this and, um, I'm, I'm excited for the future. And not only that, but it gives you as a player exposure to potential sponsors, which as you've mentioned multiple times already, being on tour costs a lot of money. And until you break through, the prize money isn't often enough to compensate for the expenses. So gaining kind of that visibility to sponsors and having them help support your financial side of your career is a huge opportunity as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just, just playing that match, there's, I mean, so many people, I got so many texts, so much, so many uh, people reaching out, just telling me, you know, how proud they are of me and how far I've come and, and people want to help me, right. They, you right. know, they know that, you know, I'm in school and, you know, I can't play, you know, a full-time schedule of, of uh, professional tournaments, which obviously puts me at a, at a difficult spot. Cause when I start, you know, I might be at, you know, ranked a thousand or 800 or whatever it might right. be. And that, that means there's going to be a long road ahead of me. And, um, you know, for the people that, you know, were able to see that match and see where my level is at, you know, they're, they, they can support me and, and it's, and it's great to, uh, to be able to get my name out there through, through that tournament. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a great experience overall and, and just being able to practice with all the guys and, um, you know, the, the tour level guys and seeing how they work. And, um, it's, it's again, like I said, I, I feel like the, the level isn't too far off. I don't feel like I'm too far off. It's just the road it takes to get there is, is the most difficult part. So, um, again, just really excited for, for what's to come in, in my game. And, um, yeah, I, I hope to play a uh, Atlanta open again pretty soon. Yeah. Awesome. So senior year of college, are you graduating the spring or December? So, so I started a semester late and, um, so I'm supposed to, I could probably graduate in the summer. Um, because of COVID I have the, uh, opportunity to take a fifth year if I would like to. So that is in the cards as well. Um, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens this year. Again, it'll come down to, um, how I'm performing. If I'm ready, then, then let's go. If, if not, then, you know, there's, I'm not losing anything being here. So, um, we'll just have to see where, where that takes me. And, um, you know, the fifth year is, is, you know, going to be something, something great that a great alternative that I can do. So, um, we'll see that that's definitely in the cards. It's so funny because the fifth year, has really changed the landscape of college tennis, especially at the top levels, because you've got players who were ready to 
make that move onto the pro tour, whether it's on the guy side or the girl side, you know, um, they're graduating and all of a sudden, Ooh, I can stay in college another year, as you mentioned, have all my training paid for, have access to all of the support systems that I need at the same time, get closer toward earning my degree, keep growing as a player, keep maturing physically and emotionally so that when the time comes, I am fully prepared to make that jump and, and have success out there. And so we're seeing the level at, you know, of these fifth year seniors that are, they're bringing to the court is better than ever. Yeah, it is. And, it, and it's raising the level of college tennis dramatically. And and then also you're seeing a lot of guys, uh, you know, transferring from yes. you know, maybe some lower level schools who are phenomenal tennis players. We have, excuse me, we have a guy um, who transferred from Tulane, who's a phenomenal tennis player. Um, he played one there and he was very successful. And now he's here um, making a big impact for the team. And last year we had Billy Rowe, who came from Vanderbilt. We also have Tristan McCormick who came from Notre Dame uh, this year. He's playing for us for the fifth year. So it's definitely uh, giving a lot of s- schools options to pick up some some players for fifth years and, and make some really powerful teams. So um, we're hoping that's the case for us this year. And um, yeah, it's, it's definitely changing the landscape of, of college tennis right now. So we'll see where it goes. Um, I, I think there's two, there's my year and then there's one more year. Right of players that can do the, um, the fifth year. And then after that, it'll, it'll be normal again, as long as we don't have a, another pandemic yeah. fingers crossed. Oh but, my gosh. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes, but, um, yeah, the, the fifth year is definitely changing the landscape a lot. And, um, but it's, it's good for, it's good for the players. If, if they don't feel ready, then they get another year of school and another year of training. So again, being in school is, is something that's, that's really good. And, and you can't get, get anything wrong from it. So. Sure. Sure. And is Joseph, is he done or he's still got another year? So he, he's a senior right now. He actually had a a pretty bad injury um, in his knee. So he, that kind of was a career ender. Mm. Um, So he, he's no longer on the team right now. He's thinking about maybe rejoining, but um, right now he's, he's very focused on his studies as well as tennis mentors. And he's always been very academics driven too. Yes, very, very bright guy. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens to tennis mentors once you're out on tour and traveling the world? Yeah. So same thing, you know, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity for, for me to stay busy as well. You know, the, the tour is, can be lonely as well as, you know, I've, I've talked to a couple friends and, you know, they have a lot of time on their hands, you know, they, may have finished school and, you know, they're, you know, tennis is definitely, you know, your, your job and your number one priority. Um, but you know, you, you practice maybe once a day, maybe twice, you maybe go to a tournament, play, you play one match a day, you know, you have the rest of the day to, after, you know, you stretch, recover, do your thing, you know, you have the rest of the day to do whatever you want. And so that's where, you know, tennis mentors is not going anywhere. That's going to fill up my time and, and I'm excited for it too. And, um, maybe, maybe it'll fund my career. So I won't have to you know, worry about that, but you know, we'll, we'll see, but no, not, nothing will happen to it. It'll be the exact same. And if anything, I'll probably have more time to allocate to it. Um, since I won't, you know, have any more studies to do. Right. I'm, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here, but from a mental health standpoint, I think this is a, such a good thing for you because 
it's not going to just be all about how you perform on the day on the court, but also you're going to have this other piece of your life where you're going to have success and be able to pull from that success to maybe balance out when you don't have such a great day on the tennis court. Cause I don't care how good you are. Everybody has bad days on the court. Yep. That that's actually a phenomenal point um, because I felt that way in, in juniors as well. When I was doing tennis yeah. mentors, it was like, you know, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have tough losses. But you know, when I would do that, I'd be like, okay, let's go, go back home and, you know, let's talk to some clients, talk to some players, see how they're doing. Um, and you know, it's, it's tennis mentors has been like a, uh, you know, a way for me to kind of get away from, you know, my own personal tennis, which causes a lot of stress. Everyone knows tennis is a very stressful sport. So when I'm able to do this, this is like my happy place. Right. So, um, it's definitely a great thing for me. And, um, I, I, I get so excited to work on it every single day. So I'm very blessed that I have the the opportunity to be able to work with uh, kids and hopefully, you know, innovate tennis in, into the right direction. I love it. Well, Trent, let's um, just mention you and I were talking before we went live, but uh, you're going to be offering a discount for the Parenting yep. Aces premium members. And so I just want to let people know that if you are a premium member, that's a monthly or an annual member, there will be a discount on Tennis Mentors. And you have a link to that in the show notes on parentingaces.com. But otherwise, uh, I think, Trent, you mentioned it's $39.95 for the video course. Is that correct? That's correct. Yep. Okay. So an unbelievable bargain. And how many hours of video do they get for that price? So it's, it's 35 total videos. Each video ranges from anywhere between two to eight minutes. Oh, okay, great. So these are easy peasy to watch, digest, rewatch as needed and share with your whole family, because I'm assuming you, you become a tennis mentors customer, Everybody in the fam- household gets absolutely. Access. Yep. That, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Very cool. So for those of you who have multiple kids playing the sport, $39.95. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Such a bargain. And if you're one of our premium members, it's even less expensive. So this is kind yep. of a no brainer for everybody. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Thanks so much for having me on. And, and I'm really excited again, everyone. I hope that, um, you know, they're able to gain a lot from this and we really feel like it's going to make a big impact on, on the, on tennis itself, as well as, you know, parents, coaches, and players. So again, we're really excited and, you know, we can't wait to see you guys inside the course. Absolutely. And to get that information, just go to tennismentors.net and everything you need to know is there. And I, Trent, is there a way for them to contact you through the website as well? If they have questions. Yeah. If, if, if they have any questions, you can reach out to me at my email, which is Trent at tennismentors.net. Easy. All right. Love it. Trent Bride, great to see you. Keep up the great Great work. I'm excited to watch the dogs perform this season. I know y'all are already back at it and uh, had a big tournament on campus over the weekend. So uh, lots going on. Have a great season. Hopefully you'll be out in California at some point. So I'll get to see you live and in person. Yeah. Um, Thanks so much, Lisa. Thank you. And to my listeners and viewers, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast for tennis parents by a tennis parent. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. 
Tennis. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at parentingaces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.